Man, I tell you, I feel such an amazing presence of God right now. Oh, there's just such a wonderful spirit of the Lord that's moving here right now. Let, let's just entertain this for a bit. There's, there's no rush today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but I guess I get to. <laughs> um, we want to honor a very special lady that's here. Yes. The first lady of Hunter Montana Gospel Church that's in Goldwood. <laughs> Temporary. Temporary. Yes, that's right. But <coughs> pastor's talking about a name. The scripture says a good name is better than great riches. Yes. And when I talk to people about church, what do you go to church at? I go to Claremont Pentecostal Church. I says, Pastor Mark and Sister Jennifer. And I always talk about them. I want five people to volunteer to raise their hand. Only five. Nobody's going to raise their hand until I find out what it is. Anyways, I want five people to raise their hand and give me one word that describes Sister Jennifer. That's the first one. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, Humble. Humble. Talented. Talented. Okay. Compassionate. Compassionate, yeah. brother. Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Woo. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. The mouth of two or three witnesses. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. They're sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Two words. Wonderful example. Wonderful yes. example. Yes. Precious. Precious. Kind. Kind. Mm. Karen. Karen. Joyful. <laughs> Anybody else? Very friendly. Very friendly. <laughs> Two. Two words. Yeah. I wish you guys could see my be in my spot and see her face. Thank you. 
want to let you know I dropped the ball. I was supposed to get a card that I didn't know I was supposed to get. But since I didn't get a card, we put it on the on the thing. <laughs> Sister Jennifer, we know we love you. And we appreciate you. We want to give that to you. Church, um, I don't have words. Uh, my heart is overflowing with that. That was better than any card I have ever received, I believe. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you. I'm in your corner, and we're going to make it. We're going to make it to the other side one day. And I just thank God that, that you are here that we are this body of Christ and that you are very precious and very special to Pastor Mark and I also. And um, we pray for you, we worry about you, we love you. And um, I just, I cannot wait to see the great things that God is gonna do this year and until he comes with this church, with us. In Jesus' name. Well, on behalf of Sister Jennifer, I do want to wish every every mother that is here today a happy Mother's Day. We we want to honor you today. And at the end of service, we have a uh, we have a little gift that we want to give to every mother here. But just know that it is just a small token of the honor that we give to you because our mothers are so deserving. Amen. And uh, if if you have a, a mother that is still here, that you can still reach out to her today, let me encourage you. Take time today. Make sure, if you haven't already done it, reach out to her and let her know that you love her. Let her know how much you appreciate her. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I, I'm just going to take a minute here. I, I'm not the preacher today, but... Uh, <laughs> that means y'all may actually get out of time. <laughs> uh, oh man, I tell you, I, I just, I don't know, I feel like I'm about to explode. Just the the, the, the power and the presence of God that I feel. Just such a, an amazing. Can, can I share a, a, a testimony with you? Brother Logan, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to put you on the spot. And and, and if, um, if if I if I do by sharing this, you get on to me at lunch today. I, you can have an extra helping of lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened with Brother Logan, and as soon as as soon as he or as soon as Savannah told told us about it, uh, it just man, it just sparked something in me. I guess it was last night. He, had, uh, he was in Orlando, and uh, he'd stopped at a gas station. He was getting some gas, I guess. And uh, so he, he got back in his car, and, and this, this elder black man came up and started tapping on his window, saying, you know, he was just kind of wondering what in the world. And, and, you know, he was in an unfamiliar area, didn't, didn't know anything, and he, he, he was kind of hesitant. And, and the man was just persistently tapping on his window. And, and you know, I mean, you, you, in those situations, you wonder what's going on, you know? And, and finally, he said, you know, he, he, he rolled his window down, 
And the man said, I just had to let you know that there's a power line that is down in front of your car. He said, you can't see it. It's, your, your wheels are almost there to it, so you can't see it. And, and I just wanted you to know not to go forward or you'll run over it, so you'll have to back out. It. You know, I guess somebody had hit a, a, a telephone pole or something, and there was a line down. And as soon as he, as soon as he said that, Sister Jennifer and I both, it was like, wow, you know, we really do entertain angels. Out there. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I don't know the whole situation. We may never know the end of what that could have. That's right. But, you know, I mean, it could have been one of those things where it could have cost him his life had he gone forward. Yeah. But somehow there was a hand of protection that let him know, don't go forward. There's danger. That's right. That's right. Oh, I thank God for it. You know, uh, it's Mother's Day, and we, we always talk about how, you know, uh, mothers care for their children. Well, it's true. Mothers do, and so do fathers. And, and Sister Jennifer and I have, uh, we, we join hands every morning, and we pray. We'll pray for one another. We'll pray for our family. We pray for our kids. And, uh, you know, Logan, I want you to know we pray for you because... <laughs> And as far as we're concerned, you're not a son-in-law. Son-in-law says, the law says you're our son. You're a son to us. Because in our eyes, you're one of us. You're one of ours. And we love you. And I thank God for his hand of protection. Jesus. <clears throat> We're going to move into 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 the, the the preaching and the things that are going on in, uh, in just a moment, and so we're gonna. We're going to do something before we uh, before we do that. I did just want to give you an update. We're continuing to pray for our uh, for our uh, land that we're uh, that we are in the process of purchasing. That purchasing. There's been a uh, a hiccup with the contract. But you know, God can heal anything. That's right. And I mean, the hiccups really aren't even an illness. <laughs> and, and that's all it is, is just a hiccup to God. So just keep praying, and, and we're going to let God just work this all out right. and, and smooth out the path before us. Amen. So just keep it in prayer. I know that, you know, that, that God has a plan. And God's going to work it all out. So, uh, just wanted to give you an update on that. I want you to stand with me right now. We're going to we're going to do something that you may find that this becomes uh, something that's more commonplace that we do uh, in our services. And that is before before we get into the Word of the Lord, we're going to take a moment and repent. And uh, I know I've I've talked about it. I just want to share one, one little passage. It's out of Job, the 14th chapter, uh, verse 7. It says, There is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branches thereof will not cease. 
Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth bows like a plant. So what the what the writer here is saying is though even if you cut cut a tree down, if you leave that stump in the ground, that tree's gonna sprout again. Yeah. You're gonna be dealing with another tree there again. If you want to get rid of that tree, you gotta dig it up. You've gotta you've gotta dig up the stump. You gotta get rid of the roots. And through repentance, that's what we're doing. You know, so many times as Christians, we'll come into church and we'll have a, a move of God and we feel the presence of God like we're feeling right now. And it, it gives that we go, okay, yes, I can I can make it another week until I come back into this presence again. And I can, you know, I can resist temptation. I can stand against the devil. But when we begin to repent and we really take time of repentance in our life, we're not just pruning the plant we're, dig we're, we're allowing God to dig up that stump and get it out of our life so that it, it doesn't sprout back up at the scent of water as the scripture talks about doesn't even talk about being water just the scent of water oh. and, and listen I, can you smell it I'm smelling the, the, the scent of a heavenly rain today. I, I, I'm, I'm smelling the scent of an outpouring of the Holy Ghost and a moving of the Spirit of God. Lord, and I want that in our life. And so I don't want sin to be any hindrance. So let's just take a moment right now before the Word of God is preached to us today. And, and let's just repent. Lord, right now, God, I stand before you, God. Lord, and God, I confess of any any sin, God. Lord, anything that is in me, God. Lord, any wrong thought, any wrong action, God, any wrong spirit, God. Lord, if my will is not aligned with your will in any way, God. Lord, if there's anything I've done or said, any thought I've entertained, God, if there is anything in me, God. Lord, I repent of it right now, God. Lord, and I ask your forgiveness, God. Lord, I ask your forgiveness, God, and I ask you to remove that from me right now, God. Lord, dig that up, God. Lord, get it out of me, God. Lord, remove that from my spirit, God. Strengthen, God, my resolve, Lord, that I can stand against my flesh, God, and I can keep my, my flesh and my mind under submission to the Holy Ghost, God. Lord Jesus, help us today, God. Cleanse, Lord, the filters of our mind right now, God. Lord, that we can hear your word, God. That we can hear the true and the pure word, God, that's about to come forth, God. Lord, and let it enter our ears, God, and let it have the, the word that you desire upon it, God. Lord, right now, in your name, God, Lord, I, I, I address any any spirit of the enemy that would try to come.
them the gifts just right now. And I command them to depart from this place right now. Let there not be any hindrance today to your word, God. Lord, don't let the enemy have any effect upon anybody that is within the sound of my voice right now, God. Lord, but let your word come forth, God. Lord, in purity and in truth, God, and have its perfect will done in this place, God. Lord, and we thank you for it, God. We thank you right now for what you're about to do in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Sister Jennifer to the pulpit, and she is going to minister to you today. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. Oh, it feels so good to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Yes. And it, you know, we Amen. I never get tired of being in the presence of the Lord. So we can just raise our hands right now, just one more time. Jesus, we're so grateful. We're so thankful for this day that you have made. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, from the bottom of our hearts, God. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, Lord, do a work this morning in the name of Jesus' name. Lord, just have your way this morning, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor was talking about the rain this morning. And um this week our pasture was getting real dry. And I get worried when I see dry pasture because we have cows. And we have four cows. Thank you. And our cows are very hungry cows. Um, I didn't know cows could eat so much, but they do. And this grass out here is, is really dry. And, you know, God hears every single prayer we pray. And sometimes it's that simple, Jesus, we need rain. And we started praying for rain. And um, I would see the clouds, and I'm like, well, you know, you look at the radar, and it's like, well, Here's our farm, and here's the rain clouds over here. And I told Pastor, I said, you know what? I said, you know, the size of a man's hand was all that Elisha saw, and it brought a, a, a super big rainstorm. I said, you know what? I believe that can happen. Well, do you know that night, <laughs> I promise you, there was one little rain cloud storm right over our farm. <laughs> people were not but we are God's special people and today I just want to impart to you a word of faith a word of faith and I believe that God wants us to remember the mighty things he's done in our lives you know so many times the children of Israel would get in trouble why because they would forget they were forgetful they would not remember the things that God had done. God would take them through a Red Sea. I mean, can you imagine being, you know, at one of our lakes close by, and all of a sudden it just parts and you're walking on dry ground. That's kind of hard to forget. Yeah. But they did. They yeah. forgot that God had done that for them. And so today, 
I'm going to share some stories with you, but I know all of you have many stories of the goodness of God. And so this morning, I want you to think about ways that you're going to celebrate the goodness of God today in your life. And so today we're going to, um, I'm just going to start out, I want to let, let, I give honor to God, first of all, because of his mercy and his grace and his goodness. And I give honor to Bishop and Sister Jones. We're so, we're very grateful for Claremont Pentecostal Church. Amen. This has been a miracle that has happened. I can, I, that's all I can say about it. I give honor to my pastor and my wonderful husband that I've had the joy of spending almost 30 years with. And I continue to love every day with this man. He is a genuine Christian. And, you know, what you see on the platform is not something different than I see in my home. And I appreciate this man of God this morning. And I give honor to him. I'm so thankful this morning for our three daughters and our son-in-law. Um, they are a joy to me. And that's, I wouldn't be a mother without you guys, right? <laughs> so I give God glory and thanks for that. And I thank God for giving us such wonderful daughters. I appreciate them. I give honor to my in-laws, which they're really, it's my mother in love and my father in love because I regard them as mom and dad. And I just thank God for the faith that they have shown through the years and the legacy of faith. I have been super blessed, you guys, because not only did my parents serve the Lord, but my husband's parents served the Lord. And I that's a double blessing. And I just, I really am truly grateful to God for that because they have been such a source of wisdom through the years and of faith. If you could hear some of their faith stories, um, it'll just trigger more faith stories for you to remember, I'm sure, in your lives. But God is so good to us, and I really thank him for them. I also thank God for my mom. Because without her, I wouldn't be here, um, obviously. She's a wonderful lady of faith and a woman of prayer. And I was very blessed growing up because my mother, before I left the door for school every day, she would stop us and we would pray every single day. I had to go to public school, which that was not my choice, but I had to do it. And she would cover us with prayer. And because of her prayers, I know that God has planted so many seeds in my life protected me so many times and just been just been very good to me and I, I thank God for that I don't take that for granted and then last but not least I thank God for everyone in this church like I said before you are treasures and God has given his goodness to us through you I want you to look at the person next to you and tell them I appreciate you now I want you to find a mom and tell them Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> so I am so grateful to God for all his goodness and today we're going to celebrate that goodness. When we read God's word, we see his goodness through the stories of men and women who were human like us. I'm so glad they were flesh and blood because I tell you, the reason I have so many faith stories, I think, is because I'm so weak because I'm like, God, I need your help. I can't do this. And I think because I, you know, it's like I know my weakness. I know my limits that he shows up for me and he helps me and he helps us all. And even through the Bible, we can see how men and women of, of God, they were very human, 
but they didn't have it in themselves to do the things that they did. They had to rely on God. In Nahum 1 and 7, the Bible says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. You know, God's goodness can be seen from the beginning in Noah's life. I'm looking at the story of Noah, and I was thinking about Noah, and I was thinking about, okay, Noah had a wife, right? I mean, he, she went into the ark with him along with their children. But have you ever thought of what Noah's wife had to put up with? <laughs> what she had to do? <laughs> she was surrounded by animals on a boat for about 370 days. 370 days. And that's a long time. That's a long time. Um, I love animals, but I'm not as much of an animal lover as my husband and my family. But I put up with the animals that, that we have, and I, I love them in my own way. <laughs> but I think that Mrs. Noah probably... She had to have a deep love for those animals uh, to put up with that for that long of a time. She must have been very patient and submissive. Well, I, I want to tell you a couple of farm stories this morning about how God has helped us. And I want to start out with, um, the first story I want to start out with is the day the tractor drowned. <laughs> Not yet, we're coming to those two. But the day the tractor brown, uh, drowned, we had... Um, Bishop was so generous. We were built, we were digging a pond. And we already had kind of an existing pond, but it needed more water, so we had to dig it out. So Pastor Mark borrowed the bishop's tractor, which was very generous of the bishop, and he was over there helping him. Well, what we didn't realize is the bank of where we were digging was very uh, compromised. Let's say that <laughs> it was it was shifting. It was muddy. It was scary to me <laughs> and he's out the pastor's out there on the tractor just working super hard and all of a sudden i look out the window and i'm like oh no that's not good that's not good at all um <laughs> this tractor this john deere tractor was slowly submerging in the existing water in the pond Okay, now this is about a $25,000 piece of equipment. This is not something that I wanted to happen at all. And, and it makes me very nervous anyway to watch like big farm equipment and stuff. I don't know why. I guess I need to overcome that. But anyway, so I was like, okay, Lord, help him. Lord, help him. You know, I'm just like praying under my breath, Jesus, help him. Lord, help him. Help us out of the situation. And so he calls Bishop, and Bishop's like, okay. You know, he gets kind of quiet. He's kind of like, hmm, I don't know. Uh, what we're going to have to do here. And he's like, oh, let's call a tow truck. And so, so they called a tow truck. And, and the guys are thinking, there is no way this thing is going to start. This thing is dead as a doornail after it gets out of this muck. And I mean, the pond was not even a legitimate pond. It was it was really mud and, and awful gunk and everything. And so, um, make a long story short, they tow it out. They get it out of the water. So that was a good thing. Finally, they, they were able to get it out of the water. It's a huge piece of equipment. Well, Sandy and I, we said, okay, Lord, you know, I we take care of things that people loan them to us, and we don't want anything to happen to other people's things. And, um, and, and not only that, we didn't have an extra 
you know, large amount of money to replace the tractor, which we would have wanted to do. So Sadie and I, we get together and Pastor Mark, I'm sure he was praying. Um, <laughs> we were praying, Lord, if there's any way, please help this tractor. And so Sadie and I, we went out there and said, Jesus, please help this tractor. I know this is a miracle, God. I know there's so much mud in that gas tank right now. And, and honestly, if you get to a certain point, there is no way to fix it. It is shot. It is shot. And they were to that point. And um, so the next day, Pastor Mark goes out there and they just dried out, maybe not even a day, not even a day. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go out there and try and see if I can start it up. And so say, you know, like, oh, Jesus, Lord, we know with you, nothing's impossible. And this tractor, please, God, I'm just, I'm begging you, Lord, please help this tractor to start. And so we go out there and he's over there, you know. And then all of a sudden, that tractor starts up. <laughs> it did. And Sadie and I, all the way back from, we, we were just having a praise at the same time in that field. And just, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm saying this this morning because I want you to see some tangible things that God does to go into further spiritual things that he wants to do. And sometimes we just see all this stuff that's in front of us, and God says, listen, I'm going to work in your stuff. I'm going to get involved in those problems in your life because I have a miracle waiting for you. And all we see is the trouble. We say, God, why the trouble? And we try to figure it out on our own. And God says, no, trouble means miracle. I want you to start focusing on the miracle. Don't look at the trouble. Look at the miracle. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Another time, and some of you have heard this story, so if you have, I try not to bore you, but this is such a special miracle to me. We had these two piglets, okay? And one day, being the brave barn wife I was, I thought I was gonna go in there, I don't know if I was feeding them or checking on them, getting them water. I forget what I was doing. But I accidentally left the gate open. Well, these two little things are quick, okay? You think a dog is fast? No, they got nothing on these piglets. These piglets escape and they start going out of the barn and I'm running after them and I'm like, oh no, 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 this is not good at all. Pastor Mark is not home and I'm responsible for these animals. So I'm running after these piglets and so they're going one way and then I go the other and I'm, there is no way on five acres of land that I'm ever going to catch those piglets. Never. <laughs> and so, so I just stood still. I said, oh God, I don't know what to do. If these things do not come back to their pen, they're going to go to the road. And, and then I don't even know how we're going to get them. I mean, these things are wild. And when I started praying, I said, Jesus, this is not, look, I, I don't want you to see me this morning. I'm telling you, your prayers have power, okay? That's what I'm telling you this morning. We serve a God who is all powerful. God, I said, Jesus, I need help. I cannot chase these things down. I'm not fast enough. I'm not in shape enough. There is no way I'm going to catch them. What am I going to do with them when I catch them? Carry them back to the barn and throw them in? I mean, I had no plan in place. I couldn't do it. And I promise you, I know God's an angel. Because those piglets, I can tell you the spot they were in, and it was yards and yards and, and probably an acre away from the barn. Those two little things just start marching back 
to the barn in line, like, okay, yes, sir, we will go back to our spot. They go back in that pen, and I shut the door, and they were safe because I serve a God who listens to my prayers. Yes. yes, he does. Yes, he does. So God's mercy and his goodness was seen in Noah's life. Not only did God rescue Noah and his family from an evil generation. I mean, you know, God set Noah. He took him in the ark, like, to the highest point. Have you ever thought of that in the flood? Like, after the flood, that he took him to the highest point. After the floods in our life, you know what? God shows us his highest points. Amen. I hate the trial, but the glory that is seen in us through the trials is worth the trial. Amen. It's worth the Uh, there's another woman in the Bible that I, or besides Mrs. Noah, that I think about this morning. And she was going through another type of grief. And some of you have probably heard this story that I've told before, too. But this is part of, of um, I don't know, the legacy of, of the things that God has done for me. So I'm just, I want to remember some things this morning. And I want to trigger your memory. So I pray that through these stories, your memory will be triggered to things God has done for you. Um, the next one is Hannah. And you know the story of Hannah. She had, uh, Elkanah had two wives, Penanai and Hannah. And uh, Penanai had uh, lots of children, and Hannah did not. And every year they would go off for sacrifices, and every year, Hannah, she did not have a son. She didn't have any children. She was barren. And so Hannah was very distraught. And I can relate to Hannah because every Mother's Day, from about, I don't know, we were married a couple years and we wanted kids, so probably three years, I wanted to have a baby. We wanted a baby, and we had tried everything. We were on fertility drugs, we were on everything, and we were dealing with a serious case of infertility, and we were even to the point of adopting. It was that bad, and it was grievous. Every Mother's Day, I would sit there, I would just cry. I would literally cry for service, and every, every Mother's Day, you know, the the ushers were there giving out the plants, and every Mother's Day would be like, no plant for you. <laughs> like, Lord, you see these ushers, you see what they're doing to me. <laughs> Get them, God, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> but just saying that one Mother's Day was very special. And it was 1997, and I, we had tried everything. And I sat right there. Tears flowing. And I don't know if Bishop saw me or God just told him, listen, have Sister Jennifer come to the front of the, the uh, church. But Bishop Jones, Brother George Jones, called me and had me come to the front of the church. And he said, Sister Jennifer, he said, a year from now, you're going to have a baby. Now, you got to realize that was a leap of faith because we had tried everything. I mean, I was on a really uh, fertility drugs that were kind of, they were just really strong. I mean, the next step was like in vitro or adopting, like I said. There was just no, I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So he comes up and he calls us and he said, a year from now. And you know what? A year from then, the next Mother's Day, I was expecting Sarah Elizabeth and gave birth to her November 11th of 97. God fulfills his promise. The goodness of 
I've placed my children in God's hands. We dedicated them to God when they were little, but that's not enough. You have to release them to God. Amen. Sometimes your kids are going to disappoint you and let you down, but you put them in God's hands, and he's going to take care of them. Amen. He's going to take care of them. He's going to bring them back. He's going to, he's going to talk to them in the night. You just have to trust him. We have to trust him. In 2012, we had another time that tried our faith. Uh, Sadie, she was about six years old, and she started having severe stomach pains. And she couldn't eat. She was getting thinner and thinner by the day, and we did not know what to do. We take her to the doctor. The doctor didn't know what was going on. And um, the poor thing one time, I just remember she was just like, just bones, that's, that's all. And uh, so one day, We've just we've been through like two or three weeks of this, and she wasn't getting better. And she starts vomiting blood one day, and so I was like, "Okay, this is serious." So I've got to get her to the hospital. So we've been praying all along, but God had not healed her, and so I was like, "Okay, got to get her to the hospital um, because this is something I don't want to mess around with." You know, there's there's a point where you have to, I don't know, you trust God that God's going to work in every situation. But you have to do what you feel is wise in your parents' heart also. So anyway, we get to the hospital, and they check her out, and they can't find anything wrong with her. And she's still in in pain, and she can't eat. And I remember one night in particular, I was sitting in a chair, and and I see Sadie in the bed. And her little room had uh, rainbow lights above her bed. And I started thinking about the throne of God, and I'm like, God, I don't know, is she going to live, is she going to die, they can't find out what's wrong, I don't know what's going on, I, there's no way to fix this, I am helpless, and I saw those rainbow lights, and at that point, I thought about the rainbow around the throne of God, and I said, God, you know what, if you heal her, you get all the glory, if you take her, you get all the glory, because you're God, and and I know that I can see your hand in this, and I, I know that your good and your will is going to be done in this situation. And I said, God, here, I put her in your hands. This like Jacobed. I said, God, it's too big for me. I can't solve it. I can't fix it. So here you go, God. And uh, the next day, she started getting better. And then pretty soon she was... Can I have some chicken nuggets? <laughs> have some mac and cheese with that, please. <laughs> and she started getting better, and finally she was released from the hospital. And she had never had another issue with that since. God for all the glory. Another time, I well, I always put all like I said, I put all my kids in God's hands. Um, Psalm 145.9 says, The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. And I thank God for His tender mercies. In July of 2020, during the pandemic, we had another trial come up. Uh, we got a call at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. Vanna had been in a serious car accident. She was driving down I-4, and a woman, or a girl driving 90 miles an hour, hit her car and spun her around and flung her into the guardrail. And uh, so we get this call, and Sarah took the call, and she said, Mom, she said, 
Pen has been in a wreck. She said, I don't know how she is, but I think she's all right. I don't know. And so as fast as we can, we are driving to the hospital in celebration to see our girl. And I get there, and I know the Lord pointed my attention to it. Because all this pandemic stuff is going on, you know, the mask mandates and everything. It's just like everything is so hard to get used to at this point. And so it's like, you know, okay, got to mask up. Gotta, maybe one of us can go in here. Maybe, need, you know, neither of us can or one at a time. Anyway, we get there. And over the registration, they have the scripture, Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that spoke to my spirit. And I said, okay, God. It's going to be all right, Lord. It's going to be all right. You've got her. You've got her. And you can see, uh, we, she, was, she only had a scratch on her. She had a scratch above her eyebrow. That's all. When she got out of the car, the paramedics were looking. They said, where's the person in the white car? Where's the person in the white car? And she's there standing, talking to the paramedics. That's me. That I was that. I was in that car. Now this is when I went. We went to um, get her belongings out of the car, wow. and I broke down big time because I did not realize the true impact. Church, God is so so good. He's so good. He's so merciful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He protects us. He takes us through things. You know, even if he takes us to be with him. My father died, as you guys know, in uh, 2019, and God chose to take him. He didn't cho he did chose to give him a perfect body instead of heal his natural body. But my dad would tell me every day, he said, I want you to know, Jennifer, God is good all the time. God is good. And he said, also, he said, every day is a new day to see the hand of God at work. Every day, church, is a new day to see the hand of God at work. Amen. You know, the enemy, he likes to distract us and say, hey, you got to look at all the chaos around you, all the problems around you. They go, I'm remembering the goodness of God. Yes. I'm remembering the time I was in this situation, and God took me through it, and he's going to take me through it again. Yes. He's going to be there for me. He's going to protect me and, and be a shield to me. Amen. Amen. God shines brightest in our lives through our problems and our despair and our trials. That's where his glory comes from. Romans 8 and 18 says, For I reckon, I think Paul was a little bit southern, I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I want to, I want to read that again because I want this to sink into your mind this morning. I reckon, I know, the sufferings, the problems, the issues of this present time, of what's going on right now, yes. are not worthy to be compared with the glory, the God stuff, God showing up out of your life, God radiating through this human flesh to say, I'm God, I'm in charge, I'm here for you. It's revealed in us. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency and the power be of God and not of us. It's not of us. But he's wanting us to come to him with our issues, with our problems, transparent and say, God, no, I don't have it all together. And yes, there's a lot going on in my life. But you're a big God. And I'm trusting in you. 
because I know your goodness. I know you are a good God. You are a good God. Let's give him a hand praise this morning. I would like us to read the 23rd Psalm together this morning. If we can all stand. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Lord. We pray this morning, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 This song plays. I want us to think about the goodness of God. And I also 